Okay, so um, let's get started. Welcome, everybody. Um, figured with Hanukkah starting tomorrow night, it's a good idea to cover some topic within, uh, within Hanukkah. Uh, and a topic, certainly, on the minds of a lot of, I guess, my children, but probably a lot of people, uh, is the topic of, of gifts on Hanukkah. Um, and the topic that I think a lot of people, if you'd ask them off the, you know, off the top of their head, where does the idea of giving gifts on Hanukkah come from, at least if you live in the United States, um, most people would probably say what it says in source number one. Take a look at source number one in your sheet. Source number one in your sheet is an article that appeared in Time, in Time uh, magazine online um, last year. The real reason American Jews give gifts during Hanukkah. Written by Rachel Greenspan. I don't know uh, who that is. Uh, but she writes as follows. For Jewish people around the world, Hanukkah is marked by lighting candles on the, on the menorah for eight nights, eating latkes and spitting the dreidel. But when the holiday starts on the evening of December 22nd in 2019, many Jewish Americans will be focused on a different tradition, gift giving. It's important to recognize that it's an American Jewish phenomenon, this gift giving that's part of Hanukkah. Rabbi Menachem Creditor, scholar resident at the UJA Federation of New York, tells time. It's not historically part of Hanukkah at all. Um, in the late 1800s, Creditor explains, gift giving became a commercialized way of expressing Christmas, and Christmas became a national holiday. So by the early 20th century, American Jews had become accustomed to seeing Christmas gifts abound. Parents did not want their children to feel left out as their peers received presents every December. Evidence of the shift can be seen in Yiddish-language U.S. newspapers from the 1920s, Creditor says, which would advertise the gift- giving of gifts in honor of Hanukkah. These are the beginnings to what professor and author Eliezer Siegel calls the exaggerated commercialization of the American Hanukkah in the, in the book Holidays, History, and Halacha. I'm going to put the source sheet in again. Let's make sure that we got it. Did it go through now? I don't see it. Still don't see it? Does anybody see it? You see it? Twice. Harvey, you see it there? I see both times. Okay, I'm going to try it one more time. I see it. Maybe it's because I'm on my phone. Oh, maybe. Let me try to... Dan, I'm just going to email it to you, actually. Dan, I'm going to email it to you right now, okay? So you'll have it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. One second. I just sent it to you. You should have it. Um, okay, so... Um, so basically, what... What uh, Rachel Greenspan is pointing out, and apparently this professor, Eliezer Siegel, and this, this individual, Rabbi Menachem Kreder, all arguing, is what lots of people say when they talk about gifts on Hanukkah. The Hanukkah gifts are not really a Jewish thing. Hanukkah gifts is just that kids feel bad. American parents feel bad that their children go around and see Black Friday and all this kind of stuff, and they see people running to the malls to buy gifts for their children, and uh, Jewish kids feel left out. So what do we do? So we do what the non-Jews do, and uh, we give gifts on Hanukkah, so that, uh, you know, the kids shouldn't, shouldn't feel bad. And that's why there's, uh, you know, instead of Secret Santa, there's Mystery Maccabee. Instead of uh, Santa Claus, there's Hanukkah Harry, et cetera, et cetera. All these things that are right, made up Americanized things. And uh, these are, and, and gifts on Hanukkah are the same exact thing. 
And so the question we're going to discuss tonight is, is that really true? Is it really true that the idea of giving uh, uh, gifts to our children, money, etc., that that's really an American, you know, 20th century phenomenon? Or is there something much more real going on here and something based in, uh, based in our Misora? So the first question to ask yourself is, what would be the source in general for giving gifts on a holiday? Why would someone give a gift on a holiday in Judaism in general? Right? Forget Hanukkah, any time. So it comes down to a, a source, uh, a pasuk in source number two, a pasuk in uh, Parshish Rebbe, Samachta b'chagecha, Right? You shouldn't just on Yontif be Vesamachta yourself. You should be Mesamech others, your children, your your slaves, your maidservants, the the you know, the anybody, those who are who who have less, those who don't have families, etc. We should make sure we Mesamech everybody. And the Gemara in Psachim, in source number three, explains how does that work. Person on every, and every regal, and every yantif, person has a requirement not just to be misameach himself, but to misameach the people in their family, their children, their children, etc. How should you have simcha? So one way is a person should have a, have a little bit of a little bit of wine. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Anashim b'roi lehem, v'nashim b'roi lehem. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, men should, men in something that they like, and women in things that they like. Anashim b'roi lehem b'yayin, v'nashim b'mai, Tani Rabbi Yosef, b'bavil, big day tzivonin, b'aretz yisob, big day pishtan, b'guhatzin, but the bottom line is that for, for adults, for men, men like certain things, women like certain things. Obviously, it could be a man likes one thing, a woman likes it, and it's the opposite, whatever, but it's, it's stereotypes. But the, brain, the bottom line being that Every person should be misameach on the yantif in a thing with the things that they like. That might mean with the types of food they eat. That might mean with types of clothing that they buy. The Yerushalmi and Sarsim before us is the same thing. With Yehuda Omer, Nashim Borei Lehem, the Kitanim Borei Lehem, and children also. Nashim Borei Lehem could go misanin mitzutzlin. The Kitanim Borei Lehem could go and gozin veluzin. Children, you should give them. You know, nuts and, uh, you know, little types of, of tchachkalas, etc. The bottom line being that there's a mitzvah of simch on yantif. On yantif, we're simch And how do we do that? So in the times of the base of Middash, you did so by having, uh, bringing a korban, a korban shalomim. You eat that korban. And part of bringing a korban would be wine also on the mizbeach. So today, we don't have a mizbeach and we don't have a korbanos. So instead, we eat meat, we drink wine, we buy children, we buy, we buy people, you know, you buy, you buy your wife nice clothing, you uh, buy something for the kids. This is a way of making, that, making the yantif um, enjoyable for everybody. And the Rambam uh, says the same thing. Says the Rambam in Hilchos Yantif, Afa Pisha Simcha Hamura Khan Hikorban Shlomim, Kemosh Anam Mivarim Behilchos Chagiga, Yesh Bechlal Osa Simcha Lismoach Hu Ubanob Nebeso, Ko Echa Beacha Karoylo, the same exact thing. How do I know? Children by giving them toys and things like that, women by certain things, men by other things. The bottom line being that it's something that we should, that we should do on a Yantif to make people feel Simcha, you do so by buying them gifts. It's a nice way to make people feel good, and it's not just a nice thing, it's a kiyom, mitzvah of simcha yantif, to do that. So, um, so therefore, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what an individual should do on yantif. Fine. So, the question though is, is there a simcha yantif, is there any mitzvah of simcha when it comes to, when it comes to Hanukkah? 
So it's nice that that's true when it comes to, uh, if that's true on, on, you know, on, on Pesach and on Shavuos and on Sukkot, etc. But is that true in any way when it comes to, uh, when it comes to um, Hanukkah? Is there a mitzvah of Simcha and Hanukkah? So in order to find out the answer to that, you have to take a look at the primary Gemara, which talks about the, the, the Antif of Hanukkah. Source number six, the Gemara in Shabbos, Antif Chaf Aleph and Mabes. Says the Gemara there as follows. My Hanukkah. What is this thing called Hanukkah? Says the Gemara, the Tanu Rabbanim, Mekafi Bekislev, Yomei the Hanukkah Teman Inan. The 25th day of Kislev is the beginning of eight days of Hanukkah. The Lomisbad Bahon, Udalol His Anas Bahon. What makes Hanukkah unique? What, the, what is it that tells me that Hanukkah is a special day? There's no Hespedin, there are no eulogies in Hanukkah, and there's no fasting on Hanukkah. And why is that? When the Yivan and the Assyrian Greeks came into the into the, the base of Midrash, they 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 uh, you know they uh, they mumatame uh, all of the different oils. When they won the war, we know the story. There was only one Pach Shemen that had uh, the seal of the Kohen Gadol. Fine, we know the story. So what did they do? They made these days, days of Yantif, of Halel, and of Hoda, days of Halel and of Thanksgiving. Right? It's a time to thanks, thank Akadosh Baruch for what he gave us. Fine. Uh, what, one thing that the, the Gemara doesn't say, is doesn't say, you may... It says, it says Yamim Tovim, of Hala and Hoda. It doesn't say anything about Simcha. It doesn't say Yemei Mishteve Simcha like it does by Purim. And it certainly doesn't say anything about Yemei Simcha. But nevertheless, it does call them Yamim Tovim. So we find that there's actually an interesting machlokas um, whether or not this, this statement of Chazal here in the Gemara ref- reflects a mitzvah of Simcha Siantif or just uh, a day that it's uh, a day, Lola Mispar Behon. You don't, you don't fasten them, or you know, and you don't give eulogies. So the Rambam in source number seven in Hilchos Chanukah writes, This is not the language that's used in the Gemara. Right? He calls it the Gemara says Yamim Tovim and the Rambam says there Yemei Simcha Vahalal. Days of Simcha and thanks and and, uh, and saying Halal. And we light candles for Vishuminisa. So according to the Rambam, it seems, it would seem from the language of the Rambam, that there is a mitzvah of simcha. Or at least he calls them Yemei Simcha. Um, and that is exactly what, what Avram Yisrael Sarasca in his Sefer Gruas Yitzchak writes that he believes that's correct. If you look at source number 8, he writes as follows. What does it mean, Simcha? Clearly, we don't like, there's no Yisra Malacha on Hanukkah. Right? So is there really a mitzvah Simcha? So he says, mitzvah Simcha, what it means is that there's a, a mitzvah to be, to be happy. The Rambam sovered the mind of Tanah Bebreisav, Sa'um, Yamim Tovim. The Rambam, why does Rambam come say Yamei Simcha? Well, the, Gemara said halal Yeah, but the, but the but the Gemara did say it's yamim tovim. So what does that mean? Rishon alomar shahav yamei simcha. 
But it's not the same thing as a regular yontif that we know. Right? It's not like any, like, like any regular yontif. So what's going on here? Um, regular yontif, you have to do things because it's a simcha. Because it's a day of simcha, you have to eat meat and drink wine. We don't have that requirement on, on Hanukkah. But rather, what is it telling me? Just again, just to be be besimcha. Therefore, there's no requirement, right? There's no mitzvah of suda of having a suda shanaka. He says something very interesting. He says, it's true, he said. There's no mitzvah to have a suda on Hanukkah. We're going to see what he's, what he's referencing when he says that. So actually, I'll show you right now. If you go to source number nine, um, if you go to source number nine, I'll put in the, one more time, put the source sheet in the chat, those who just joined us. Um, you can access it in the chat. Um, but what he's referencing is the halacha found in Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch on source number nine says as follows: Ribui hasudo shemar b'mehen heim sudesh rishus shelokavum lemishteh v'simcha. So that, this is an opinion based on other Rishonim who disagree with the Rambam and believe that there is no mitzvah of simcha on Chanukah. That's true. So the idea of a Chanukah party, according, we basically fall in, is, a, is a Chanukah party with food and drink, etc. Putting COVID aside for right now. If that is a Hanukkah party, a, a fulfillment of any type of mitzvah. So the Shulchan Aruch passes that it's not. It's not a, a mitzvah at all. It's a Sudas Rishus. Um, why? Because that's not what the days of Hanukkah are about. The days of Hanukkah are not about Mishnah Simcha. That's Purim. If you look at source number 10, the Mishnah Brewer says, Shlokavim Mishnah Simcha, Ella Lahodos Lahalal. According to this opinion, is that it, it means and not simcha. It's not about the mitzvah of simcha. That's not what, what, what Hanukkah is all about. It's about halav v'hadah. It's about thanks, thanking Kadosh Baruch Hu for having saved us. And the Mishnah later on points out that that's the distinct, this distinction between Hanukkah and Purim, which you probably heard before, is that on Purim, they, uh, the Ahashverosh, if, if, if we would have said to Ahashverosh or to Haman, we'll convert, we won't be Jewish, please spare our souls, they never would have. They wanted to destroy. They wanted to murder every single Jew. However, um, and therefore, what do we do? Because of that, we celebrate the body on, on, uh, on Purim. We have a Purim Sutta, right? For that reason, because again, the, the, this, the, the intent was to attack the body of Am Yisrael, to, to kill us. So therefore, what do we do? We go ahead and we celebrate the body. Almost every part of the, the uh, celebration of Purim involves food and drink. However, Hanukkah, that wasn't what the Yivam had in mind. The Yivam were, were interested in destroying the Shamos. They had no interest in killing a single Jew. They just wanted to make sure that we believed, Ein lanu Yisrael. Right? We should believe that we have no chilek. We have no special relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. There's nothing special about us. And therefore, all they wanted to see was our denunciation of Judaism. So how do we celebrate Hanukkah? Says the Mishaburah, not through eating and drinking. That's not what Hanukkah is all about. Hanukkah is about letting neros, kinyar mitzvahs, it's a Torah or. It's a reflection of our commitment to Torah mitzvahs. And that's what Hanukkah is really supposed to be. It's not a day of, of partying and, uh, and eating and drinking and enjoying the body. It's a day of feeding the soul. So if that's all true, and if that's all true, that to take you back to Sarasam Brit again, where Sarasam is saying, well, you might argue then 
that what's going on here? The idea of a perm, of a Hanukkah seuda is really, it's fine. You can have dinner on Hanukkah, but there's no mitzvah of, of Simchas Yantif to have a, a seuda. And this is where he says that's not totally true. What he argues is, what Sarotskin argues, and he's not the only one who argues this, is that based on the Rambam, because the, the Gemara says these are yimei, yimei, uh, the yamim tovim, if the yamim tovim, what does that mean? On a yantif, you, are, you have a chiv of simcha. So he says, it's, so it's not a regular yantif. I don't have a regular requirement of simcha like a regular yantif, but if you do so, you are makayim the mitzvah of simcha. And so he argues that, again, a person who goes ahead and does this does fulfill the mitzvah of simcha. The Yam Shlomo, the Marashal, in source number 11, says, even, says it even stronger. He says, V'osan ha-su'udos, sha'osim y'mei nira she'hem su'udos mitzvah. Right? He, he goes straight at it. A person has a suda on Hanukkah, it's a suda's mitzvah. V'loki divrei ma'aram. It's the ma'aram Rottenberg, who's the one, one of the other Rishonim, who had said that this whole thing of a, of a Hanukkah party, a Hanukkah suda, is, a, is not a mitzvah at all. So the, the Marashal says, absolutely it is. V'loki divrei ma'aram sha'asak she'hein, sha'pasak she'hein suda's harishos. D'lahodos l'lahalat nitkinu. V'loli mishtev simcha. Elik hadivrei rambam. No, the rambam's right. She'hein yimei simcha v'halel. The Mordechai writes the same thing. Also, it says that there's a certain amount of mischief is simcha. Because it wasn't just that they were that they were uh, that we were saved from the Assyrian Greeks, but there was a reestablishing of the mizbeach and that uh, during that time. That's why the leaning, actually, that we lean on Hanukkah is the Hanukkah Samizbeach, the original Hanukkah Samizbeach from the times of the Mishkan, because there was a Hanukkah Samizbeach that took place also at the time of Hanukkah. Um, yeah, and he makes the same, this, this same inference from the fact that it says the language of Yantif in the Gemara, so that also tells me that these are days of Simcha, and therefore he argues a person makes a, makes a Hanukkah party and they wash and they have a Suda, they are Mekayim, the mitzvah of Simcha on Hanukkah. Fine. Um, hello, yeah. Would everybody agree, though, that the primary aspect of the halat of the Yom Tov is the Hala? Freedom for, you know, to learn Torah, and that it's more of a spiritual type of a thing? Yes. So then why, how come like on Purim, it's embedded in the day to have a mishta, to have a, you know, to have that simcha for the, you know, the gashmir, for, you know, for the physical side. Why isn't it embedded into Hanukkah, any sort of, you know, aspects of learning or, you know, celebrating the Torah in any way, shape or form? You're saying, why don't we have like, um, some mitzvah of learning or something like that? outside of the normal mitzvah learning. Anyway. It's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Uh, why, did they, why did they set it up as Lahodos Lahalal specifically to say Halal and to light candles? You're saying light candles and like lighting near as Hanukkah as Pirsu Nisa, that's not necessarily any way, any, any particular, um, you know, connection to learning per se. I mean, I mean we, or, we connect that way because you say... Can you, is, 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 and then we also have the Suda is, 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 is a Right. Look, the Sudan Purim, the, by Purim, it's for that, meaning that's what the Mishnah Brewer's point is. I think it's quoting from the tour. That making this same point, that, that, the, that the primary, almost in a certain sense, the, and this is why Purim is such a, to be honest, a complicated holiday. We spoke about uh, drinking and, and uh, drug use on last Shabbos in the, in the Shir with Yom Um 
you know, the, the complication of what Purim is because Purim is a day when we act that in a certain way, like it's not gluttonous, but almost it seems a celebration of the body in an almost unusual way. So even that's, but even there on Purim, the celebration of the body, the Mishnah Simcha, is in a spiritual way, right? It's using the body for spirituality. Even, even, our, even our celebration of the body on Purim is spiritual. Um, but, but yeah, you're right. So when it comes to Hanukkah, it's, it's more toned down, and it's only Lahodus Halal. It's, it's saying, saying Halal and lighting the Eres Hanukkah are the actual mitzvahs themselves, the mitzvahs Hayom. Um, you know, but yes, when we understand what that's really representative of, it is representative of the Nehemiah of the Torah, or it's a representative of a return to learning, which, by the way, we're going to talk about now as we, get, if we, as we talk more about gifts, this question of the connection to learning uh, by gifts also. Um, okay. One other interesting uh, piece here in the Sefer Avni Yeshva, they point out, um, I will show finally that points out the following. And he says, Bachar Echad, Ratzaliton. There was a certain student in the yeshiva who wanted to argue that Minag la take Kesef la yiladim b'chanaka, the Minag of giving money to children in Chanaka, who Minag hagoyim. Shagam he mechalki matanos b'idehem, shechaba osam ayamin kumo Chanaka. He says, like, give me a break. The reason we give money and gifts to our children is because that's what the Christians do. So he says, maybe there's a concern of the Isra, not to follow the ways of the non-Jews. That's not true. If you look in the Marik, uh, you'll see, The rule is, when we talk in general about the, the, the sugya of Chukos HaGoyim, the rule is that, that for something to, to, to qualify as a violation of non-Jews, it has to either be something that is done uh, actually for Avodah Zarah, has some type of time of Zarah to it, or something that has no, no reason, it's like just nonsense. And usually if it's nonsense, it's connected oftentimes to frivolity and pretzels and things like that. But the, in order to be um, it has to have no toil, it has to have no purpose. Um, something that has a, a real reason then it doesn't fall into that category. And we pass in the Ramah. And that's how we pass in the Ramah. That's true. What do you mean? There's no reason for giving, giving children gifts on Hanukkah. Of course there is. It makes them happy. Right? We know that by Yantif, you give children gifts and money and, and, and all kinds of shtick to get them excited. Right? Like the Rambam writes. Right? So he says the fact that we have a reason and our rationale is actually not just a rationale. It's not just a nice thing. It's, it could be a key mitzvah of Simcha on Hanukkah, therefore writes the Abba Yeshva, I don't see any reason why giving children money uh, on Hanukkah is a violation of Chosen Lo It could be a, 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 a key mitzvah of Simcha on Hanukkah, and certainly it has, it has a purpose, and therefore it's not, not a violation of Chosen Lo Salechu. By the way, that's one of the, that's one of the svaras that's given by, by Thanksgiving also. There's a lot, of, a lot of conversation in the post game about Thanksgiving. Is a uh, I, have, I have turkey. I sit down. I have turkey like like non Jews do. We have turkey. We watch football. That's not a, a Jewish thing. Why is that not a violation of So some not going to write because 
the the idea of Thanksgiving has a very much uh, you know a toalas. It's a it's a it's a svara. It makes a lot of sense. It's not just for no reason. It's to be a person who has uh, appreciation, etc. But not a conversation for tonight. But uh, but but it, it's related. Um, so that that is one side of this. I Meaning, one side of it is just on a basic forgetting the specifics of Hanukkah per se. The the, the reason to you know disregard the isra and, and to see there's actually maybe a mitzvah of giving gifts is because if it's part of, if there's a mitzvah simcha and Hanukkah, so then when I go ahead and I give my child money or, 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 or a gift, so I'm doing what I do at the Seder. I'm doing what I do on uh, other Yom Tovim. When I buy the children something, so they should feel, you know, uh, like we have Shabbos cereal and we have Yontif treats and we have, you know, Shabbos party, all kinds of things to get the kids excited about. A yantif excited about Shabbos, etc. And by yantif specifically, the mitzvah to be misameach them. So that's a, that's a mitzvah. And if that's true by Hanukkah also, then certainly it's not a problem. And it would even be encouraged. Because I think the fact that kids look forward to Hanukkah because they get gifts. Okay, it's a shalosh shema in a certain sense. But, it's, but it's, uh, it's a way of getting them excited about yantif. However, there's more to it than that. It's not just that it is the possibility of some yantif. There are actually a lot of sources that talk about why specifically Hanukkah is a time to be giving away money and maybe gifts in certain ways. And there's a sefer called Chaim Sheyesh uh, which quotes the following story, uh, the following approach of the Belzer Rebbe. Or we call Hanukkah gelt. Omer ha'ad, not the, not the candy kind, money kind. Omer ha'ad mor Rebbe Yisachar dov mi bels. The halacha is by Hechos Chanukah, by most uh, mitzvos, right? The, the rule is that you don't have to do this. Well, let's see, he's going to explain it right here. Vua din barabakosos, so there are two, two halachos, and they're both their abundance. And that is Chanukah and Dalakosos, where a person has to literally sell the shirt off their back in order to, and even go around and collect tzedakah to fulfill a mitzvah, which is normally not the case. Uh, we have a rule that ones, that if you're honest and you can't do a mitzvah, it's not your fault. And not even only that, it's as if you did the mitzvah. You didn't have the opportunity, you didn't have enough money. So okay, it's not your fault. By most mitzvahs, you say, what are you going to do? You don't have to go, go ask for tzedakah to do a mitzvah. And so not missing me the However, here, shekena tam shal mitzvah who hanes, the The purpose of, of, uh, of, of uh, Hanukkah and dalakosos is pursue menisa. V'kasher eno mitzvah hanes. Ayado, lo I didn't have a lulav. So Hashem counts as if I picked up a lulav. Good. I didn't have a shofar. Hashem counts like I picked up a sh- like a blue shofar. But I didn't do Pirsu Menisa. When Hashem counts it like I did, I, I didn't. No one, no one, but the, the impact, the effect that's supposed to happen from the Pirsu Menisa of Neros never happened. And therefore, Chazal said, you have to go ahead and even sell a shirt off your back to make sure you get Neros Chanaka and Dalakosos. Therefore, Lefikach Noagim Lehanik Laniyim Maos That's why, just like we have, you know, uh, when it comes to Pesach, Right, we have Maos Chitim. So when it comes to Hanukkah, you have Maos Hanukkah, Hanukkah Gelt, which is not meant for everybody, which is really meant for the Aniyim. Kadesh Yuchlu Lokayim Es HaMitzvah. Ulam, however, Kadesh Lodavayish Es Mishayim, in order not to embarrass people, 
right, that only they're the ones getting the money. So what happened? They gave money to everybody. Everyone would go around giving money to everybody so that no one should feel bad. And so what happened was, it became this minog of Hanukkah gelt, of giving money out. Kids would go, they'd give money out, they'd give, they'd give to each other, etc. And that was a way to make sure that everybody had some money. The Mitzvah Hanukkah is not that expensive. So you give out a few coins to everybody, it should be enough. They can go by themselves one of those boxes of candles and they're going to they're gonna be okay. Fine, so that's one, that's one actual source within Hanukkah itself, the Belzer Rebbe says, for why specifically there's the idea of, of uh, Hanukkah guilt. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky in the Emes Layakov gives another reason. He writes, Sheila, the question was asked to him, Is this, again, the same question, is it to give out Hanukkah gifts? And he answered, Nira Shalom, it's not. He says, the reason why we give Hanukkah gift came from a minog to give money to teachers, teachers of Torah. How do you get the gifts to the teachers? You send it with the child. Right? To this very day, yeshivas have the minog that they collect Hanukkah gifts for teachers. So we think it's like, oh, it's just a nice thing. It is a nice thing, but it's, it's more than that. It comes from the same minog of of specifically to give money to teachers during the times of Hanukkah. So if that's happening, you're sending money with the kids, they're like, they feel bad that you give it to them, they have to give it away, right? So what happens? So you give, you give the kids, you say, give this to your teacher and keep a dollar for yourself. And that way, the kids got it also, they gave it away and everyone was getting uh, a little money in Hanukkah. Just as an aside, why would specifically we be giving, uh, giving uh, money to Malamdim, to, to, lo- to Malamde Torah specifically on Hanukkah, more than any other time? Why would that be a thing? Because for the reason we mentioned before, right? Which is that Hanukkah is about a return to Talmud Torah, right? There was, there was no learning going on. It, uh, it was actually forbidden uh, to learn during those days. Uh, and that was one of the things that, that the Avanim forbade them to do once they defeated them. So then the ability to learn was something new and exciting. Uh, and so we give money to, to Malandim as a Hakar Satov, that they teach our children Torah at a time of, again, Kinyar Mitzvah Torah, or we're rededicating ourselves. We rededicated the Mizbeach, we rededicated our Vodas Hashem, and we rededicated ourselves to Talmud Torah, specifically during the days of Hanukkah. Um, the Sifse Chaim um, gives a different answer. Uh, Chaim Friedlander. So he was a, one of the, the Mashkichim in Panovich. So he has a Sefer on the Moadim and he gives a different answer. And he says as follows, give money to kids? Sorry, I, I preempted myself. Because the Yevonim made it forbidden to learn. There's all this time the children weren't learning. You wanted them to come back to learning. They gave them bribes. They gave the kids money. So they would learn. This is the way to get kids to learn. I don't know about you. My children have the most fun in their Limonet Kodesh classes with their teachers and the Rebbeim and the Moras who do charts and do points and do uh, you know, prize boxes and all kinds of stuff. All the way through elementary school. And it gets them so excited to learn. And yes, it's Shalol Hashem Shemayim. But it, but, it, but it creates a, a chibuv. It creates a, you know, it, 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 we knew what, before, well before Pavlov. Right? We understood that if you connect to something exciting, to Torah, what's going to happen? The kids are going to salivate for the Torah eventually, right? And they, 
And, uh, and so we did this for, for centuries, right? Right? Even though Shalosh Shema, it's going to eventually come to Shema. So we do the same thing today. We give children money, we give them prizes, etc. Again, not because, you know, Chris next door gets a gift, but because it's a return to learning. And as a return to learning, we again, we give the kids the gift. And we should, we'll talk about this later, but we should talk to them about it. The reason we're giving them gifts. They shouldn't make a mistake and think it's for, for other reasons, right? But that reason we do so, again, is it was a way of getting children back into learning, something I think we can all appreciate in a, in a unique way this year, when children went back to school for the first time, right? The excitement to go back to learning normal um, with, with, with a teacher, with a Rebbe, with a Mora in class was such a special thing for them, something I think we still don't take for granted. Um, and it's certainly something that they didn't take for granted in the times of Hanukkah when that Isser of Limud Torah was, was, was removed and they could go back to learning. Um, there's another, another couple of explanations. One in the Sefer, Binas Yisrael from Yisrael, Yisrael Spira. And he says, Tam Yisrael mos Why do they give money to, to teachers of Torah and to children? Mishum Yisrael Am Kadsho Something fascinating. He says, we have a minute, if you didn't know, holiday, Jewish holidays are expensive. Right? Jewish holidays are expensive. And we spend a lot of money on them. But when we do so, we show how much we care. Right? We show how much we care about the mitzvah because we spend money on it. Right? How much does it cost in light near even to buy a thing of, you know, uh, you know, uh, Olive oil, olive oil cups to light, it's not that expensive, right? So what do we do? Fascinating. That we spend more money on Hanukkah. Why? Because we think it's, you love the holidays, so you spend money on it. This is the Sefer Chinuch, right? When you act a certain way, it, it, it ignites you inside, right? So if I spend money, a little bit of extra money on the holiday, what's gonna, what, how am I going to feel about the holiday? I'm going to feel it's chashivos. I'm going to feel how special it is. It'll be machabir de mitzvah. Fascinating answer. One I hadn't seen until, uh, until this week. Uh, and the Lubavitcher Rebbe in source number 17 has a very, very beautiful answer also. Shari Muadim, uh, he writes as follows. Very interesting. He says, Minag Yisrael, we have a minak to give money to children. In our, our, our Rebbe's, our great Rabbanim, they all uh, did this as well. He says they have about great Amorim who would, who would give Hanukkah uh, gelt out. Specifically, he said something they did specifically the fourth in the Hanukkah, the fifth in the Hanukkah. V'cheinag, Mori v'chami admor lasseis de mechanaka libnosav, right? And his, 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 uh, uh, I think he's talking about the sixth Lubavitch Rebbe, his, his father-in-law, the Friyadika Rebbe, who, who would also give out money to his children, Kamla Akhwa and Yisun, even to his daughters after they got married, they were already out of the, you know, they were married to somebody else already. He would give them money, Kamla Chasanov, even to his, his son-in-law. So this idea is connected to the, to the, to the concept of Chinuch. That when we start to teach children, what do we do? Right? As we mentioned before, it was the beginning of learning again. After they had tried to get us, they wanted to get us to forget the Torah. Right? So when you want to go ahead and, 
and get it, get things going again. What do you do? You give money, right? To 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 create this this chaviva uh, satara, and that's what the Ram says. Amr chachamim laolam yasok adam betara filish lolishma shemitoch shalolishma balishma lafiga cheshem alam dunes akatanim em alam dunosam elam yira ugdele kabba pras. Right? When you when you teach children, you should always give them rewards. That a person, when they're teaching children, should always remember to teach them in a way that they're going to love the Torah. Right? The, the, the mitzvah of learning is the only mitzvah of, of, about which we have a bracha. We ask that we should love that the Torah should be sweet for us. There's no other mitzvah. We don't ask the Torah when we pick up a lulav that it should be sweet for us. Or that when we, I don't know, name a mitzvah. That, that when we do it, even the mitzvah of chesed, the mitzvah of tzedakah. There's no mitzvah that, about which we say to the Torah make it sweet. It's specifically when it comes to this mitzvah. And that's why, uh, and, and he writes, Hamur, Right? That's why it's important to have Yishtalus Yisera b'in nachinuch k'day v'nachon la'orah sh'yidnu mo'z chanaka li'yaladim lo'rak pamachas ela b'chol yimei chanaka This is a conversation me and my wife always have. Should we give them presents every night? You know, they should have a night or two when they don't get presents. That's always, every single night? The Baal Shreva said, yes, every night. It doesn't, say, it doesn't mean every night is be an expensive gift. But every night something. Every night something. My wife is mocked, but every night something. I always said, you know, let, give them a night off. Uh, maybe it's a good chinach. The Rebbe says, no. Every night you should give them something. Tell them. And you should tell them the reason we're giving them money. Why are we giving it to them? Because it's, a, it's an encouragement to be more involved in learning. The, uh, there's, a, there's also, just interest, interestingly, um, an academic approach. I saw um, Rabbi Josh Flugat has an article on this topic and he quotes an article from an individual named Marvin Tamienko, I don't know who he is, who, who suggests two reasons uh, for the midst of Hanukkah, uh, that the meaning of a Hanukkah gelt. One was that after wars, when you would win a war, so it was, it was typical for people to give out the loot among the soldiers and among the poor. So giving out Hanukkah gelt is a way of commemorating a victory in war, which is very interesting. And then he tells, says something else interesting. Then the book of Maccabees, they say that when the Jews finally made peace with the Seleucids, so Antiochus VII allowed them to mint their own coins, right? That was the sign of, of, of independence, was that you could have your own currency. And so there are archaeological discoveries that show that these coins were very low value and they had a, a lily on the back of them, which was representative of Yushalayim. So he suggests that these coins were given out to children in the original year, celebrating Hanukkah as like a memento of the defeat of the Syrian Greeks of the Seleucids. Um, and this continued on that people gave Hanukkah gelt. So it's interesting, in the late 1950s, the, the Bank of Israel minted commemorative coins for Hanukkah that were like specifically supposed to be like in commemoration of these, you know, these coins. Um, so it could be a, you know, a, a cute thing, even Badafka that way is a great way to, be, uh, to memorialize the, the, the mitzvah. Um, but whatever the reason is, right, it's clear there's a lot of support um, in the minhagim to give children prizes or toys or money on a Hanukkah. First of all, it could be a kima mitzvah um, That's number one. Uh, so a Hanukkah party, first of all, uh, could be a kima mitzvah to, uh, to have a, a, a special meal on Hanukkah. 
uh, to say the Afrei Torah, etc. It's always a, a beautiful thing. I always say on years when people are encouraged to have Hanukkah parties with family and friends, that you should make sure you, say, you, you wash, you say the Afrei Torah, uh, because you t- take, that, take that day, that, that meal, and turn it into a, you know, a real Yemei Mishta V'Simcha, turn it into a real Sikas Mitzvah. Uh, but, but beyond that, also specifically, when it comes to Hanukkah, all of these reasons, that it's, that it's a, a return to Limit Torah, it's a way to, to the children used to give money to the Machanchim, a way of, again, just recognizing, appreciating the nace uh, of, of the removal of the Xeris, of the Yavanim, and a way of encouraging the children to come back to learning. I think it's a, a particularly relevant to us this year, like I said before. The idea of being Machazic ourselves and learning not to take for granted. Uh, I think we none of us take for granted. Anyone who has children in school right now does not take for granted the ability for them to go to school and learn. Learning the way they did on Zoom was amazing that the teachers did it, but it was, it's, the quality of the learning was not the same. And the kids' excitement for learning Torah was not the same. And the excitement for learning to be able to go to yeshiva and to learn is really a, a special thing that we appreciate more than ever. Probably no better, better time this, than this year to have that conversation with their children. That the reason we give them gifts on Hanukkah is to commemorate the time when, when, when children couldn't learn Torah. And that giving them gifts and, and presents is a way of encouraging it. And to speak about that idea, what does it mean to not be able to learn? And what does it mean to, to have the opportunity to learn? And why learning uh, is such a, such a valuable centerpiece uh, for who we as, as, as Jews. And when we do that, then we turn, totally take the conversation away from anything having to do with Christianity or Christmas or anything like that. It's, 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 it's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, and when we, can do, when we can talk about the real value, the real reasons that we do have these minhagim, and possibly use them as a key mitzvah. And then again, it, it places us in, in the place to have meaningful conversations around the table, meaningful conversations in our homes with our kids uh, or with adults, um, regardless about the, the, the value of Talmud Torah, the centrality of Talmud Torah, and how the uh, holiday of Hanukkah provides that opportunity to mechazek that value uh, for ourselves and for our families.